We made it to Friday. <laughs> Woo-wee. Next week this time, I'll be in Marrakesh. <laughs> Morning. Welcome to Love, Babs, Love, Talk. I'm Babs Rawls-Ivy. Thanks for joining in. It is Friday in the Elm. Uh, it's a little brisk, still a little cool. Uh, I think it's going to be a sunny day. And uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I tell you, it's been a whirlwind of a week. I've talked to so many people this week. It's been really nice uh, to just have all these conversations. You know, I kicked off the week. Uh, I kicked off the week with uh, Jeffrey Jeffrey Page from Ain't Misbehaving at the Westport uh, Country Playhouse. I'm sorry, I, I can't get up there to see that. Uh, and then on Tuesday, I had uh, Steve Driffin on. His play is uh, next week at uh, Hamden High, uh, Death by a Thousand Cuts. And uh, Wednesday, I had Dr. Shaka Felder from Higher Heights, which was a good conversation. 20 years. 20 years. Uh, Thursday, I had uh, Kayla Vinson from the uh, Justice and Racial Center at Yale, the Yale Access to Law School program. Applications are open. So if you're thinking about you want to go to law school, this is a wonderful prep program. I'm in it. And uh, it has it has made the world of difference to me on how to get ready for the LSAT. Uh, and then to, here we are Friday. And I don't have a guest. Last night I was over at the law school uh, catching the uh, Brian Stevenson conversation. Um, and he he was in town for the Limon, uh, the Lemon Limon center uh and so i was uh i was there and it was a colloquium collo- colloquium uh, so it's the arthur lyman center for public interest law and it was the 26th annual colloquium 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 and it was budgeting for justice fiscal policy and monetary sanctions at the law school yesterday and brian stevenson was the keynote Equal Justice Initiative in uh, in Alabama, wherever it is, Alabama, um, and so uh, so it was wonderful to sort of hear him uh, just re-inspire me to why I want to do this work or why I want to continue the work that I've been doing for all of my life, um, even with the, the stop gaps. Um, but he talked about how. Uh, you know, fines and things are are prohibitive and and send people. It costs the fines are are more than what someone has actually uh, uh, stolen or absconded with. Or I mean, it's just it's just incredible all the stories that he wove around why this makes no sense as a policy, and uh, and it was just inspiring, uh, and it just makes you want to dig in deeper in terms of tearing down some of these ridiculous barriers you know, that are, you know, barriers as in laws um, and we redirect our energy toward uh, something other than what we're doing. <sighs> he was inspiring. And then we we went to dinner. Uh, dinner was really good and sitting around a table with good people, having good conversation. And uh, they had a really great rosé that uh, Tiffany took a picture of. So I want Tiffany to send it to me. Because it was it was so good, I want to look for it. 
uh, uh, but it was a it was a good it was a good night. And then and then Tiffany and I went over to Baker Hall and put in about an hour or so of uh, study time working on uh, logical games. <laughs> we got two out of the five right. <laughs> That stuff is just, it's just a pain, a pain, a pain, a pain, a pain. I just, I just don't know. I, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I don't know. But you know what? Uh, we're going to make it work. We're going to make it do what it do. <laughs> that's that's the best that I can say. We're going to make it do what it do. Because, gosh. Oh, Lord have mercy. Uh, but you know what? They're studying to be done. And uh, and we'll get at it. Do I need this light? Oh, yeah, a little light makes a little difference. I was like, why does it look so dark around me? That's because I didn't turn the light on. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of stuff coming up. The NAACP uh, Freedom Fund dinner is May, May 15th. No, May 18th. May 18th at the Omni, and it's Ben Crump, which is nice. Because, you know, he's been spending a lot of time here on cases. So the NAACP Freedom Fund. I am going this year. Someone invited me to their table. I can't say no. I don't want to say no. So I'm going. So thank you, Ruby Melton. I will be at the NAACP. And I have not been to the NAACP Freedom Fund dinner in about 20 years. Because, <laughs> first of all, it always coincides with some other thing that I need to be somewhere else. So if it was a week later, I'd be, I'd be uh, at Story Week, and I would miss it. Um, so, so I'm glad to uh, I get to go, and and just be with you know the black and the beautiful. So I'm I'm gonna do that, uh, and then uh, I leave for Story Week, that that uh that Sunday the 21st, uh, for just for a week I'll be back. Um, but that's not till the end, end of May. Like, I got to get through all of the 1st of May. I have to, first of all, I have to get on a jet plane and jet to uh, Spain and then from Spain to Marrakesh. So, so I got I got a lot going on. <laughs> so I'll, I'll pack on Sunday. I'll get everything packed on Sunday. But, you know, I travel light. I, you know, I carry on luggage. I don't check luggage. It'll be fine. Like, it's just fine. Cause you know when you check luggage, it, it just beat they just beat your luggage up. I don't really like my luggage. I'm quite fond of my luggage, so I'm not beating it up. Uh, so so yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So there's I mean there's lots of things going on up until the last minute. So uh, you know I'm just trying to I'm just trying to move through like everybody else. Just trying to make things happen. Um, I booked my hot air balloon ride. Um, the, the the birthday dinner is set, and you know we'll just we'll just uh, it'll be fine. We'll have a good time. It'll it'll be a good time. Just getting there will be its own adventure, right? And then you get to the airport. And we, it doesn't become real for me until I actually get on that plane, and the plane takes off, and we make our way. You know, so. Uh, it'll be fun. <laughs> it it shall be fun. It shall be fun. It shall be fun. So uh, I don't know what else is going on. Uh, 
I, I, I know that the Supreme Court is going to make some ruling on on the abortion drug, which they, they're giving themselves until midnight. I, I, you know, I don't even know what to make of this. I just say we just keep fighting and keep pressing on like we've always pressed on. Um, because, you know, hey, Harry, what's happening? Hey, Fab. So, I, you know, I'm doing stuff, but I had to comment on this abortion pill. Um, because I saw a story yesterday of, um, other medications that are more dangerous. <laughs> oh, but they're not they're not taking those off. Right, like, like antibiotics are more dangerous. <laughs> um, here goes one that you won't see pulled off the market. Viagra is more dangerous. <gasps> so think about that. Oh now let's do let's do that. Let's send Viagra to the Supreme Court. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, aren't they? Aren't those the little blue pills? Right, they're blue. They're blue. Oh no, the men are not giving up the blue pills, Harry. <laughs> I don't give a damn. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Especially the so the Supreme Court is full of old old men, so it's like <laughs> they they need their blue pills, Harry. <laughs> they need their blue pills. They should have sent a. An accompanying case with, you know, the Viagra, somebody <laughs> challenging Viagra at the same time. <laughs> so that's that's the kind of pushback I want to see, Harry. I want to, I want somebody to be like, but wait. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, wait a minute. Uh, this is band, problematic. Yeah, let's band these together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's <laughs> shut down all the reproduction. <laughs> Let's just end all of it. Let's so, just nobody, nobody gets access to nothing <laughs> until we can all be free. Otherwise, I, I I don't know what to make of. I don't. I I think we're in an upside. I think we're in an upside down, Harry. We're banning books left and right. <laughs> banning books left and right. <laughs> well, here's the thing about the abortion pill, right? And you know, in in my personal life, of course, I wouldn't, you know, Karen and I don't, wouldn't do it. But you can't have both sides of this argument, right? Six weeks or whatever, and then say, even before that, you can't. You know, it's it's like you can't have both of them. You can't say, oh, well, liability six weeks or whatever it is. And then also say, you can't have it even before, you know. Yeah, it's like insane. It's like yeah. you can't have both. Yeah, so there has to be some clarity here, and I'm I'm sure there won't be any clarity. Yeah. But. Well, we've had clarity because this drug has been on the market for twenty years. Yeah, like this... we we know what it is. Not it's not new, Harry. You know, if they put aspirin on the market right now, you'd have to get a prescription to have it. Because aspirin does so much. It's <laughs> a lot of things. There's a lot of things. But this is uh, this is just a this is just an outright war on women, and 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 I think they do this, Harry, because it makes us all have to focus on this when other things we could be focusing on that require our attention, like how are we going to deal with all these shootings. 
Like we are, we are averaging a gazillion shootings a day now. Like somebody just walked in and shot a uh, walked in and shot a kid and oh, a next door neighbor shot a little six year old and the parents because the ball rolled in their yard. Yeah, I was just reading that. <laughs> uh. It's our first thought to just I don't want to deal with this, so let me just shoot. <laughs> Oh, I pull in your driveway and I'm just going to shoot you? Or, you know, I mistakenly knock on your door. I mean, it's... I, I mistakenly knock on your door? What are Damn, we Jehovah Witnesses must be scared as hell right now. <laughs> I know. You know... All they do is knock on doors. Um, no, I know. You know, the... the <laughs> I had a friend who used to answer the door naked for Jehovah Witnesses <laughs> to see if he would scare them away, but <laughs> they were staying right there. They were just watchtower. You need a watchtower. <laughs> <laughs> but now you have to worry about being shot. That's gotta be tough for these for these door-to-door salesmen and and you or, know the religious people. Or even look at you know we're coming on election season. There's a lot of people who knock well, on your canvas, canvas it. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> Everybody's coming to get you. <laughs> and why do you want to live in a world where that's where that's how you feel? You know, the thing is, is that I think almost everybody has a video camera now. I mean, everywhere I pass, almost everybody I see has ring. Uh, you know, I, I'm assuming it's a ring doorbell, but you can have any other brand but almost everybody has one so don't tell me that you don't see that it's a child that it's somebody you know they're not carrying a gun at your door so if you if you don't see anything threatening why even why i don't even get it i I don't get because you know harry because they 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 i don't i don't know what this is i don't know what i I oh you know what I've been saying it's a gun sickness because I don't I don't understand how people just feel like I'm just gonna shoot people I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sh- you pull in my driveway and I'm just gonna shoot you or you're in the parking lot and you go to the wrong car thinking it's your car and who among us hasn't done it I've done it and then. The little cheerleader girl finds the right car and gets in the right car. And the guy comes over and she rolls down the window. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. It, it looks it looks like it's the same car. And he starts, she shoots them. And I'm like, stand your ground. Like, it should, you should not have to, like, get out of your car where you're not harmed, Harry. She no. didn't go. Try to rob him. Those dangerous things in her hand were pom-poms. You know, it's like <laughs> she was in her cheerleading outfit. Yes. Like, she's a cheer- <laughs> I don't know. On the things of one to ten, Harry, I'm thinking cheerleader is not terrorist. It's not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. These days, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with other cheerleaders, but far as I'm concerned, scantily clad doesn't translate into danger. I I don't 
And I hope he goes to jail for a long time for that mess. And who are these people who willy nilly want to give up their freedom? Yeah, I know. It's like they're shooting everybody. It's, you know, I think the two people at the property owners were old men, right? They're like, maybe. Maybe they're tired of taking care of themselves and they <laughs> and they want to go to prison and get three, 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 uh, one cot and three hots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's you like... want three hots and a cot? <laughs> That's your retirement plan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, like... I must say, Harry, prisons are on some of the most pastoral grounds. Like, you know, it's wooded and grassy and manicured. Ah, yeah. maybe. Free cable. Free cable. <laughs> I mean, now, mind you, you have to fight to get in front know. of it, but minor, <laughs> minor. You don't get to choose the channel unless you, you don't know. get to choose the channel, but, you know, minor, minor, minor. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. And every day we, we find out something more and and then i tell you what else disturbs me too harry these kids that are fighting their teachers i i find that i find that challenging too you know kids who just jump at their teachers i i, I don't know what to make of that i my mother would have been mortified oh no yeah i mean yeah that would never happen but something happened during covid something really did happen. <laughs> i i don't know what it is but something happened. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> lost their minds. I, <laughs> well, yeah, because you see people, you know, right? They get on the airplanes and they, like somebody, some rapper guy was on the airplane the other day, Harry, stripped himself naked. And then after he got off the plane, he took himself to the mental hospital because he was like, I'm, I'm suffering from something. But yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, we and we see a lot of young people acting out but let's not just limit it to the young people there's a lot of grown people oh i i agree you know so it's like something really happened during covid that triggered something that we've never seen before um yeah i don't know it, seclusion I, I have no idea i had no idea that a little bit of seclusion could drive you nuts I, well, <laughs> really hated spending time spending time with themselves. That drove them nuts. I think so. <laughs> they hate themselves. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. I really. Every time I keep hearing about these people having these meltdowns of spaces and places, I'm like, what is happening? And they're gonna have to study this for long and hard. Because you know, Harry, you know another one is coming. You know we are going to get caught up in another pandemic. We're going to be quarantined. We're going to be locked down. I mean, it's inevitable. I mean, it's just inevitable. I think uh, I saw that um, Ebola. There's a new Ebola strand or something like oh that. Oh, Lord. And that's the one where you bleed out your eyes and stuff? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to drive people even more nuts. No. But, um, yeah, I mean, people have to learn how to, there's certain things in life you can't control. And you have to be able to find peace in the fact that you can't control it. So you shouldn't stress it. Like, if you can, all mm -hmm. you could do is, you know, like, 
like if there's a fire, right? They tell you the exits are here. You go to the <laughs> exits. You go. <laughs> you go throw yourself on the floor. You don't become a problem. <laughs> oh God. I don't know. Um, I, you know, it's just weird. It's just weird. And, and I just I needed to comment on that because Viagra is just. It's like. And no one is raising that issue, Harry. Yeah, that's why. Right. That's why we are so good at what we do because we raise the right thing. It's like you have to. You have to make it. You know, comparable on both sides. This is what I always. I always say. You know, you you always have to have a good argument on the other side, right? And there's plenty of good arguments on the other side of this abortion pill, right? So, it's like, I you know. It, People need to just grow freak a freaking brain. I, I'm I'm tired of arguing just to argue, just to be on the other side. And and, and believe me, I think differently for me personally. But I totally am against pushing stuff on people just because you think you have the moral high ground. You know, so there's that. There's that. There's there's that. There's you know, I feel Harry. I feel like if it then then vasectomy should be required of all boys between the ages of 13 and 21. And well, you can get it reversed at 21 when you go to your religious institution and take an 18-week class and get a certificate saying you have passed this class. You are a, you are a conscientious adult who can engage in sexual activity with the with all the rights and privileges of whatever. That's 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 the that's the depths of the foolishness I'm willing to go to. <laughs> well, so so if we're gonna be stupid, let's be all the way stupid. <laughs> so, so at communion, <laughs> they're ready because they're gonna have not just water and stuff and you know. <laughs> Is they gonna ask scissors? <laughs> they have a professional there, snip and tuck, <laughs> a little ice. Or, or for those who get circumcised at birth, you might as well do it then, right? There you yeah. go. We could we can reverse it when they're of age. But nobody's having that conversation because they act as though women just get pregnant all willy nilly. <laughs> like I'm sorry. I just want to sit in the chamber, Harris, like, and just take people through the paces. So how do women get pregnant? How does that work? How does that work? <laughs> did, did you see um, that uh, Netflix is being sued for depicting Queen Cleopatra as a Black woman? Yeah. <laughs> I saw that, Harry. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm. Africa? <laughs> is this is this a hard stretch? <laughs> if I'm the judge, I'm like, come here. <laughs> An Egyptian lawyer filed a lawsuit on Sunday against Netflix. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, let's <laughs> just so much <coughs> so much to say but i almost feel like i shouldn't have to say you know, know it's frivolous harry you know he's just bringing he's just trying to he's just trying to get some publicity 
it's a long way to go because you know the judge is going to be like, "Come here." <laughs> what? Let me let me let me slap you upside your head. Can judges hit you? I wish they could. <laughs> I know. Like, like be like some places in China where they'll where they'll hit you with a. Paddle. Oh yeah, they 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 with a thing, right? With a with a palm, right? Yeah. Flog you in some old met. Like that's part of it. <laughs> we we are, America is you know everybody's crazy right now, and they're not just America, but all over the world. Everybody's just everybody's still flipping out. Uh, oh. I, yeah, I saw it and I was like, how far are you gonna get with this? Because you know Egypt. I want somebody to say, where is Egypt in the oh, world? Know, right? That's your, that's all. As a matter of fact, what the judge should do is just bring out a map and say point. <laughs> <laughs> where do you think you you are at? Where, where? <laughs> I was like, do you know that your skin is lighter because of the conquering of neighboring countries? infiltrating your people that's why your skin is lighter but y'all are black people you're dark black people i i get it <laughs> you want to be on a you know the world likes the world has a has a problem with dark skin i get it i get it but well it's like um cleopatra was not a white woman with violet eyes i mean i love elizabeth taylor I, I and I still like that movie, Harry. Yeah, but she was, she was gorgeous. I mean, I mean, she was yeah. But honestly, <laughs> and that was the reason they portrayed her, just because Hollywood thought she was gorgeous. That's it. Not because, right. not because that's who Cleopatra was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> same with same with Moses, Charlton yeah. Heston. <laughs> All of them, right? Charleston Heston, <laughs> Moses did not look like Charleston Heston. <laughs> Charleston Heston wasn't even Christian. <laughs> like I, I don't even get down with this, but all right, I'm a you can I'm a play the role. <laughs> I was like, people, what is what's wrong with you? <laughs> But you know how you just gotta. Well, I, I mean, the thing is, is also it, I I read an article was it yesterday or the day before where, um, they found they're studying the DNA of Vikings, and they found that it's not as homogenous as as they've declared for years, right? Yeah. So it turns out that. A lot of Vikings were part Asian, part Irish, part this, part that. And they like to throw out there a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, blue Nordic. Yeah. yeah. And reality is, actually, most Vikings were had brown hair, brunette. They were mm -hmm. not what, you, what they depicted, you know, um, saw as being. <laughs> you know so so it's like uh they're like this is a rough um history lesson for people and they don't nobody even wants to talk about it right <laughs> and it's like what how could you how could you deny who you are it's just 
why put a fake image out there? Harry, Jesus <laughs> Christ, the whole Jesus Christ. Like, how many times have you seen a blonde, blue-eyed Jesus? And then you look at the Middle East and you're like, hmm. <laughs> if I take this picture of Christ in the middle, if I just say, just go to Israel. Let's <laughs> just go hang out in Israel. What, what you going to see there? You're going to see. The thing is, is that even if he was the whitest person, you couldn't live in the Middle East and stay white. <laughs> you would not be that white. I, anyway, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> it's just insane. I, I don't. I, 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 I just think the world. I just think we, I think we're just upside down right now, all everywhere. Just, just, just everywhere. We're just upside down everywhere, because it's just too much. It's just too. It's just. It's just too much injustice. And you know, I, I was uh, listening to Brian Stevens Stevenson talk last night from uh, Equal Justice, and uh, he was telling this story, Harry, about this woman in Tennessee. 77 year old woman and uh the water bill was 77 she she owed 77 dollars and they put a warrant for her arrest to pay it 77 dollars now the reason why they have the the people in that particular neighborhood haven't paid their water bill um it's because their water is bad the water got shut off or the water has a problem or something and so um so people couldn't really access water but the water company was still billing people while they were fighting the water company to fix the infrastructure of the water system so anyway the police harry come and bust her door down take away her handcuffs and then tell her don't you cry or we'll we'll really lock you and they take her <laughs> they talk to her like this a 77 year old black woman they talk to her like this and uh, take her downtown to the jail. And she had to call her. And they wouldn't let her call her. She had to call her grandkids. They held her for so long. They finally called her grandkids. And she was so embarrassed that her grandkids saw her hand. You know, she didn't want them to see her handcuffed and stuff, Harry. So um, so they went in and paid the bill. But it's those kinds of things that, that you know, we just, we just, who are we as people when we are just ready to treat people this way. So when I say we're in the upside down, it's as if it's as if we hate each other. Yeah. It's like systems just hate people. You know, we hate poor people. We hate sick people. We hate old people. We just hate people. And I'm like, you know, we are all in this together. <laughs> We, there's no other place that we can go. We are all in this together. Apparently so I, not. I, Apparently just, not, Babs. We don't seem to be in this together. I guess. <laughs> some of us, like I said, some of us hate ourselves. Oh, because right? when you hate somebody else, when you have such a discussion with somebody else, that's something within you. You hate you. You know, you, you're not hating me. You're not hating me because I'm you. So you, it's something within you. It's, don't look at me and say it's my fault 
it's your fault. Look within. There's something wrong with you. You know. Yeah. So I mean, I don't, I don't understand. And then if I'm wh whoever makes the decision in that police department, right? And the water company sends me a warrant. Yeah. To go arrest somebody for seventy-seven dollars, I might yeah. want to arrest them. <laughs> I mean, who's making these decisions? It's it's just it's just incredible. I I I, I you know it, my thinking, Harry, was what sort of police or what do what goes in the minds of a police officer to think that that's okay to do that, oh, see, and then to treat you orders. badly about it, right? Like to just yeah, treat but, you but awful. They're following orders. Who gave them that warrant? Because. You know, attacking the police officer, it's easy to do if he's being an, an a-hole, right? But somebody gave that order. Yeah, that's true. So I want to follow it up and go, who's stupid enough to say, go arrest that old lady? Yeah. Alexa's talking to me. Mind your business. <laughs> Oh, Harry, we're, we, we, we're getting into deep waters with this AI. Yeah. Harry, we are going down a path with this AI. Have you have you been keeping up with what's happening? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But, that, you know, before we go into that, I want to show you something real fast. Uh oh, no. What? Oh. <laughs> I can't, you know. <laughs> I was at Daisy? Was Daisy's talent show yesterday. And is she the little mermaid? What is she? Yeah, she uh she has this this dance she does. She's actually won, I think, her last three competitions with this um basically the mermaid dance that she does and everything. So she was I was at her talent show yesterday at her school and she performed and just wanted Were to you proud? Yes, I am. Want to show my baby. Look how cute she is. Yes, she is. She's incredible. Oh my God, she's so big. She is not that little little kid. Oh my God, high five, Daisy. Yeah, no, she's and and Bella's even bigger. She's like, oh my, I'm like, she she's growing so fast. Harry, that you feed them, they grow. You know, know. you you've done it. <laughs> how's uh, how's Lumi? Lumi's good. Lumi's um starting to loosen up with grandpa. So she was playing with me yesterday. So oh, it, oh, because she hasn't really taken to you yet. Yeah, she's been standoffish. So <laughs> it's gonna take a minute, Harry. Right? Because you said it took a minute with, with one of the other ones. Daisy. Yeah. And now she's like, she owns you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now she owns you. <laughs> so that's the thing I mean. Listen, they grow. They grow so fast, man. They're going to be off to college before I know it. Like, Jesus Christ. For real. That's all right. We want them to grow. We want them to become who they're going to become and let them be who they're going to be. And we give them all the tools so they can thrive out there in the world. That's what we want. You know, yes, what... and Daisy's ready. Daisy's ready to take on the world she wants well, that's to... right because her birthday her birthday's coming 
Yeah. <laughs> She's um she wants to be on stage. Me yeah. too. <laughs> Daisy's ready to live out loud. Listen, listen, that's my she my soulmate. So I, I you know, I listen, I'm not gonna see her grow up. So uh uh I look forward to uh having her be out there in my namesake. Look at that pretty girl. Look at Bella. She's so big. Gosh, she's so pretty. Yeah. Wow. When are you taking her to Puerto Rico? Oh, we're not going to Puerto Rico for a while. Why? What's going on? Something going on in Puerto Rico? No. Oh. We're going, like, this um, anniversary, we'll be going to Tennessee. What's in Tennessee? Go to Smoky Mountains. You? Yeah. Like in a cabin or something? Ah, there's a uh, uh, somewhere in a, a timeshare of the. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I I just follow my wife. Well, my wife. Okay. All right. Smoky Mountains, me. bears, <laughs> well, bugs. You know, <laughs> my son's coming along with us. And his wife? And his wife. Okay. And that's what I told. I said, can you look up? <laughs> we're going to take a tour, right? So okay. We're going to get on a car, uh, uh, you know, one of those Jeep tours through the Smoky Mountains. I'm like, can you can you just check to see if there's anything's going to pop out and attack me? Because for some reason, I feel like I'm a magnet for these animals. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> And he's like, well, I'll check. Wait, that. what? <laughs> I said, I feel like I'm going to African safari somewhere. I don't know. Harry, there's only going to be like, what? What's in tennis bears? And I, I'm like, is there a smoky mountain orangutan that's going to just. No, <laughs> like bears and maybe de- elk. I don't know. Right. Elk. <laughs> Rabbits. <laughs> but for me. You know, I, I don't like leaving Connecticut. <laughs> well, you know, it'll be uh it'll be big country, like you know, it'll be pretty. It'll be very yeah. pretty. I actually I actually like Tennessee. If I could get rid of Tennesseans, I wouldn't live. That's like any state, Harry. I would live in Florida if I could get rid of Floridians. <laughs> well, well, I it I think Nashville is liberal, right? Nashville But yeah, but yeah, Nashville is, but not not as much as you think. Good music in Nashville, though, Harry. Do you like live music? Some good music in Nashville. Uh, really good music. Yes. I have a girlfriend that teaches uh, at uh, at uh, uh, is it Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt teaches at Vanderbilt, and she's a authority on Chinese anime or something. So. Oh, that when when are you going? Well, you know, I just saw a report on the news. Don't say when you're going on vacation. Oh it, yeah, because people will break into your house. So, Harry, you know, I live in the hood, <laughs> so I won't tell you where. I'm, I'll tell you off there. <laughs> ain't nobody, ain't nobody worried about where. Listen, I'm leaving for Marrakesh next week. Break in here at your own peril. All the mess I got in here, you're going to break your neck trying to get out. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, another thing is it's illegal to set booby traps. 
Well, can we can we can we can we call him another name, Harry? <laughs> can we say like it's a, a indoor indoor park? Like <laughs> I don't know. What do you call it? Uh I don't know if my shotgun set to the front door when you pull it is gonna be anything. Science so project. <laughs> oh come on! Listen, the way people shooting anyway, Harry. Come on! <laughs> the way people shoot people out the door right now. You know, standing their ground. I was like, that's not standing your ground. Like, if I was the mailman, I'd be like, I can't deliver mail here. <laughs> well, Even it- people are giving the UPS people a hard time. I just realized I have cotton in my ear. I did. I saw that, but I didn't know what was happening. Well, you know, I <laughs> I shave my ear hairs and my nose hairs. I don't just. It has to be smooth as a baby's butt, and I nick myself every once in a while. So yeah, that's that. You know, Harry has issues. I. I don't know if I needed to hear that, but <laughs> so, but it's smooth. It's smooth because somebody is checking. I'm just <laughs> I'm checking. It's me. It's not for Karen. It's not for it's for me. It's My me. issues. <laughs> it's just weird. Okay, I need I need my ears done. I need my ears done. I don't I don't have any hair in my ears. Well, you know the hair in my ears grows much faster than the hair on my head. I know, isn't that weird the way that happens? It's weird, and you know I always when I when I'm out and I see people like with the the no the nose hair just growing outside, I'm thinking to myself, "Ooh, that's so scary and nasty." <laughs> trim those things or something you know so <laughs> so obviously first of the I think the ear hairs actually serve to help you hear and everything right so because it's they actually pick up frequency and everything I'm going to lose my hearing pretty soon because I get rid of all the hair in my ears and then my nose as a matter of fact my doctor told me your ears are abnormally clean. What do you do? I'm like, I make sure there's no wax. I, I mean, I obsess. But you know, the wax, Harry, keeps particles out too, yeah, right? right? It's all, it's all for a reason. Just like nose hairs, it, it stops like the pollen and all. Although this. I heard, Harry, you that stop messing with your nose because they're starting to see a link between Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, yeah. Because I'm one of these people. I'm always digging in my nose. I was like, oh, I better stop that. That's because you you break some of the blood vessels and everything so it kind of opens up the pores yeah. for anything coming in but the thing is is that i'm screwed cuz i shave i'm opening up all the blood vessels <laughs> lord so, we'll, we'll be in assisted living together <laughs> nah, i'm losing my mind pretty soon <laughs> we'll be across the hall every I mean, day hi my name is Babs. Hi, my name is Harry. I know every day introducing ourselves to each other. <laughs> That's sad. What did you used to do? I used to work with you, Bass. <laughs> oh, what did we used to do? 
I put her picture up and everything. I'm kind of saying, shout out Daisy. I'm like, I did it already. Yes, we shouted out Daisy. Daisy looks amazing. Now you got to put some video up next time. Get Shoot the um, shoot the routine. Yeah. So what's she doing for her birthday? She got plans? Because you know these kids have plans. Uh, Daisy, you know, they're so busy. When, when is your, your birthday falls on what? The weekend? When? I don't know if it falls on the week. No, I don't think it does. It's a Tuesday. A Tuesday. So, yeah. So, they'll probably do something on the weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, because these kids are, Daisy and Bella are so busy. It's like the the father is like Mr. Mom. You know, he's like taking them everywhere all the time you know it's like from one to the other to wait till Lumi starts getting active he's gonna i don't even know how he's gonna juggle it <laughs> but 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 not only that he likes to be the coach in her you know he's likes to be he wants to help other kids and he's he's like mr everything you know it's like crazy i don't know how he does it well he loves it so it doesn't feel like work to him he loves it. I, you know, hopefully he's not looking for... But now that you're in good shape, Harry, you could be his right hand. Oh, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> we were just actually saying this week... Was it this weekend, babe? That Daisy and Bella have two competing things, right? And they're like, can you guys say the ooh? <laughs> oh, you're not... Oh, you like that, Harry? <laughs> yeah, especially... You know, you know I took... Bella to the her last flag football tournament, and it's like she competes in the morning. Then they she doesn't compete again till the afternoon. Yeah, you got a lot of time. And then they're moving from field to field to field to field. You know, it's like you're up up to the second field level. Second, and my legs felt I felt like I was just gonna drop somewhere. With these knees, I can't do much. Oh, speaking of knee, knees, what do, what does the doctor say? Oh, I got my surgery date. What? May, May 24th. What? This year? Yeah. Next month. <laughs> oh, God, Harry. Well, for my right knee. I still, the left knee will probably be in November. Like, you got to wait six months or something. Yeah, so, I mean, he... They said they could do the left knee in September. The problem is, is my vacation is pretty much right after that, and I'm not going to be able to do anything. So I'll wait till after I come back from vacation to do the left knee. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's happening. All right. Let me put this in my calendar right now. I I reached the, you know required weight for my doctor all right i'll be at story week but i'm gonna put this uh harry surge harry's knee surgery all right i'm planning on being out a week oh you'll be out more than that well that's what everybody's saying but harry's gonna be back in a week harry don't be uh don't be a republican listen to people (laughs) i have to have to work through the pain. Through the pain. 
No, you're not going to do that. You you, you cannot work through the pain because fact, you I'm have to heal. Up. I'm going to wake up every day to the Rocky theme. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. I'm just gonna be motivated to get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you could you could be all that, Harry, but that body gonna be like ah ah ah. <laughs> no, 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 Lucy. <laughs> Another thing is, I'm I'm trying to think to myself, if I heal quickly, then maybe I could convince the doctor to do a August left knee surgery. No, no, you can't do that because your body is too open. You know, so that's too, it makes it too susceptible to infection and all that stuff. That's why they do that. I just, I, I want to get Harry, you are, you listen, you got this far. God knows I should get an Academy Award for pushing you. <laughs> you know, how many people are taking credit? I'm, no, a- I'm damn sure taking credit. Uh 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 uh, they better go sit down. <laughs> They better go sit down because I was on this from day one. Me and Karen tag teaming. Uh, uh, uh. And then when I got both my hips done, you were like, you got them both done? Hell yes. <laughs> I know. I should have been done already. I, yes. I, I should have. When you started working out and all that, I should have been there with you. Yes. And I would have had it over with. Yes. <laughs> I know you said that to me. <laughs> yes. You'd have been you'd have been like, hey, hey Babs, I'm doing the Boston Marathon. <laughs> oh my God. You, no, look, I want to be able to go hiking and stuff. Like Karen want, likes when we go on vacation, she likes to go and walk. Yeah. And, and I could never accompany her because it hurt her legs. So I want to be able to do everything. I want to be able to. Well, I still got, I'm still going to have one bad leg. She said, the Smoky Mountains. I'm like, yeah, but there's not much hiking I could do. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the, I'm going to have a bionic leg and it's like, who knows? Oh, uh-oh. Here comes the REI membership. I was like, where you at, Harry? I'm in REI. What you doing, Harry? I'm getting me some hiking equipment. Yeah, I mean, I love it. I love it. That's good. My hips feel good. My knees, my right knee is a little janky. It's got some arthritis in it, but you know, it's not. Uh, it's not at the level where the hips were. So I'm, I'm grateful. My mobility, I can get around. So it's life changing. Oh, don't we need to take a break? Yeah, we, we do. Break. But hold on, let me show you another picture. Uh oh. Okay. This is Lumi. I don't think I've ever seen her. Oh my gosh. Look at her. So she was happy with Papa. She was playing with my hat. She's warming up. Yeah. She's a beauty, Harry. She's like, um, one day she looks like Bella, one day she looks like Daisy. She's like, yeah. She's like, yeah, she's like in between them. Yeah. All right. I think she looks like you. So can't wait. That... Oh, you gotta see her and and um Daisy. She has a. They put a star picture of her on the wall, and she had this smile. I don't got a, a picture of it, but it's. Babe, bring me that thing of Daisy. See if I could. 
Are you at Waterbury? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm home. <laughs> like, why? Who was he talking to in the office like that? I don't know. I only have one person I address as baby. <laughs> no, oh, you have it taped up. I can't. You would have had to um, email it. I'm now I'm doing what you were doing yesterday with your daughters. And it just <laughs> We're on the radio and we're having side conversations. Listen, this live, this is what happens on live radio. Listen, you at my, I'm at my house. Oh, hold on, let me get rid of. Uh, she looked like mind, a. Um, never mind the junk behind me. You're listening oh. to Love Babs Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM. Your home for community radio. So yeah, I'm in my kitchen with all the stuff behind me, but um, so yeah. I don't know if you can see her. Look at all that hair. Yeah. She's like a little Karen. Daisy and uh, Bella's hair is. She yeah. got, she's like a little Karen. Oh my God, that hair. Ooh -wee. Who was doing that hair? Your daughter doing that hair? Uh, the father does that. Oh, hair. all right. And well, I mean, my daughter does it too, but he's usually the one who has to do it more because he's around. Yeah, good for him. That's a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why you know that's why Bella went to dreads because yeah, she, she was like, uh -uh. <laughs> she's like, uh, you're not pulling my hair out. Uh -uh. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like, no, I prefer dreads. I want to be like Poppy. There you go. You know so. <laughs> So Bella's yeah. like, good. Bella is not planning on getting rid of her dreads anymore. Nope. Let them grow long. I mean, my youngest daughter has dreadlocks. I put them in when she was, well, she must have been like not even one years old. So she's now 21. Now Daisy likes to do different things with her hair. You know, of like course. Daisy's That's like my soulmate. Superstar. Daisy. Yes. She's my little <laughs> Diana Ross. <laughs> Bella's totally opposite. Like, like Daisy will look at Bella and she'll go in the morning when they're going to school. Bella, you wearing that outfit? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Listen, Daisy's the critic. Daisy would be in a ball gown. <laughs> She'd be in a ball gown with feathers. Like she is that kid. Listen, I love it. You know, I love oh, it. this little kid yesterday dressed like um. Elton John, right? He at, at the talent show. He did uh he did a song and he got into the dances and everything. And at the end of it, he said, Don't judge me because we're all the same. And I was like, ooh, that little kid just took everybody to school there. <laughs> I was like, that's right. Don't judge that little boy. That's like, you know, from the mouths of kids, right? So, listen, if we, if only we listened, <laughs> if only we would listen to them. So, all right, we're going to be back in 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. Maybe Harry have some other pictures or some other, some other, some other thing. I don't know. Some, some more good news. You're, you're listening to Love Bad Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
staring at distant shores I've been waiting, wanting more for the whole night And it ain't right I've been saying what's on my mind Trying to explain what can't be defined And for so long It's been so strong Suddenly it's clear Now that I can hear These love notes The ones that I wrote Oh, these melodies Here are some memories And these love notes I found in an old coat Mean something new All because of you Someone to lean on, can you hear me? Come near me I've been dreaming my angel will come But I never expected that you'd be the one Now I've found you I wanna stay around you Suddenly it's clear Now that I can hear That I wrote Oh, these melodies Here are some memories These love notes I found in an old coat Means something new All because of you Oh, oh, oh. 
I'm thinking about when we gon' touch. I'm thinking about when we gon' touch. I'm thinking about when we gon' touch. I'm thinking about when we gon' I still ride for you Only girl that I want is you I ain't looking but I still found you Show you something other that you can't do Got me feeling no way When they say you the same And they hate So don't go away I ain't gonna let you go away I'ma keep you right here to myself I ain't trying to show no one else We can keep it Second hour of Love Babs Love Talk. I'm Babs Rolls Ivy. It is Friday in the Elm, and we are wrapping it up here. I'll be back on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, I was going to take the whole week, but uh, I've got. I want to talk to the uh, the folks at DL Rep uh, because they've got a play uh, that uh, that I just don't want to miss. So, uh, so I I uh, I don't know. So I'm going to be here on Monday to talk about the weekend. And then I'll be here on Tuesday. Uh, you know, I'll be here on Tuesday talking to some folks, <laughs> some actors from the Yale Rep for the uh, for the new play. And I'm excited to talk to them. So tune in. And then after that, I'm out. I'm out. I'm making my way to Marrakesh. So I'll be back shortly, uh, you know, sometime after my birthday. And uh, so far, it's shaping up pretty good. So I'm looking forward to a good time. Um, but right now, I'm still in these United States, uh, planted, rooted, and just trying to uh, make my way through. So uh, let's see. We got one last Saturday Academy for uh, the Yale Access to Law School. And then we are on our own to study to get ready for the LSAT. I take the LSAT June 9th. Um, that's where I'm at. And then. Uh, and then that's it. You know, I just figure it out. Uh, take the LSAT and get into it. And uh, my cohorts are already starting to think about taking it in June and then taking it again in August. So uh, I'm, I, might, I might consider doing that. I might. We'll see. Because if I don't do the way that I want to do in May, then maybe June, July study a bit and then take it again in August. So, so we'll see. I might, I might register for both. We'll see. Ugh, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a, it's a lot. No, this is not our last Saturday Academy. No, because we, 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 when I get back, we take another, um, we take another test. So, so I'll, I'll know better by that test what I'm going to do. Ah, it's just one of those things. 
It's just one of those things. So yeah, uh, just making my plans now, just trying to figure out what the future holds and where where, where we are going to go. I got to catch up with my uh, Connecticut Stop Solitary Confinement folks. We had a meeting last night, but I was at Yale listening to uh, Brian Stevenson. So I got to listen. I got to go and catch up with them and see how it went. Um, update and uh, trying to get a sense of, you know, the direction we want to go in and uh, what's important to work on. And how can I lend some expertise to creating uh, a focus? So, so we'll see. It's a lot going on, child. Um, don't forget Long Wharf Theater, Live from the Edge. That's coming up. You don't want to miss it. Audra McDonald is going to be here for our gala. You do not want to miss that. Get your ticket because you're going to be mad about it. <laughs> you're going to be very, very mad and sad. If you don't get tickets to this thing, seriously. So I'm just, I'm just letting you, I'm telling you now, ain't going to be nothing I can do for you. Um, the Arts Council, we are, we are deeply in the throes of looking for a new executive director. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, so there's things happening. I mean, there, there are some things happening. Uh, the uh, Arts and Ideas people launched their their, some of their festival uh, peak. So you can see some of that. Uh, I'm playing a role in some of it this year. Hooray! Uh, so I'm excited about that. So it's going to be a, a, a good summer. It's shaping up to be a good summer. Good summer. So uh, I, I, I couldn't be more pleased um, with the turn of events. So, you know, that's that's where we are. Uh, just on it. So once the weather consistently gets warm and stop giving us one day 80, the next day 40. <laughs> oh, and I, I talked to my undergraduate school. They got, they are sending off my transcript with the, with the prescribed, uh, uh, forms. So I'm happy about that. Cause I was nervous, but they have taken care of it. So it is on its way to where it has to go. Um, so I can remove that off my table. Um, I've got lots to think about. So uh, in terms of the rest of this LSAT life. So uh, yeah, just a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. And my skin has been uh, acting kind of weird. It's been breaking out. Uh, and I think mostly because, you know, I have sleep apnea, so I sleep with the mask. So sometimes the mask can be irritating and you can see where the irritation is on my skin. Like I got these little dimples right here that the skin was irritated. And it just started doing this in the last year. Now, I, I've had a CPAP for a long, long time, but it is just now starting to uh, give me uh, uh, issues, so... And then, and then it'll go away, and then it'll come back, and it'll go away, and it'll come back, and it'll go away, and it'll go back. <laughs> so it's, you know, uh, it's just uh, one thing. If it's not one thing, it is another. If it's not one thing, it is another. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's where we are. Um, just trying to figure out uh, 
got to move through the rest of the day. I have one-on-one with Ryan, my uh, LSAT coach. So I uh, meet up with him at one o'clock. Uh, I've got a fitting for my dress today um, at three. So eh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we shall see what happens and uh, take it from there. You know, so I will pack my bag this weekend, try to get it together. Uh, see what I need to to take on, take, take. I pack light anyway, so I don't like to take a whole lot of stuff. And I really want to take as light as possible so that if I see something that I want, I can fit it in my bag and I don't got to, you know, go to the hassle of, uh, you know, having another bag. So what I'm going to try to do is stick my bag in my suitcase and then just have my CPAP machine in my uh, suitcase and my little, you know, body bag, you know. So I'm going to see if I could pull that off. I think I can because there's a compartment in my bag where I think I could just fit it in. Um, And that'll be that. I really am going to travel very light. You know, I, I don't I don't really want to take a whole lot of stuff at all. So uh mostly caftans, a pair of pants, whatever I'm gonna wear, that'll be my pair of pants. Uh maybe I'll slip another pair of pants. Uh only because uh you should have another I should have another pair of pants. And you know, it's it's uh it's uh it's a uh, warm, warm there, so so, you know, packing light is not going to be a chore and just bring a couple of shawls, you know, in case it's chilly. Uh, but I, I think I, I think I'm going to manage pretty well. Like, I think it's going to be, it's going to be okay. So I feel pretty confident. <laughs> Once I work out the color scheme, I feel pretty damn confident. So uh, that's, that's, that's my point, you know. I feel pretty damn confident. So easy breezy, lemon squeezy, and just move, move that way. Um, you know, April is National Poetry Month. It's still poetry month, people. I hope you all are reading po- poems like I like I have said to you. Um I I I have said, let's get some poems in. And this is, you know, if you've never read a poem, now is a good time to uh, to get a poem out there or to read a poem or to learn a poem. You know what I mean? Like to, 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 to learn a poem. And I was listening to one in the car the other day and they were, uh, it was really, it was really nice. It was set to some beautiful music. It was by Asia Monet. And I, I don't know, I don't know if I know her work. Uh, but I, I certainly enjoyed what I was listening to. And uh I'm gonna pull her up and see if I can channel her a little bit. I I enjoyed uh what I was listening to in the car. And they were playing it on Spotify because I was listening to a jazz uh I was listening to uh a jazz station and uh and it was it was it was uh she came on and i was just like ooh girl 
She's young. Young, 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 young. So, and she's, you know, she's, uh, she's very talented. And uh, here's a poem that I, I think I might be able to get my hands around. I think I need it. Uh, uh, this is a teaching one. So I need one that, oh, I just feel stuffy, stuffy, stuffy. Um, but anyway, uh, I want to pull up one. She's got a really interesting website. And <laughs> I think these are albums. If they are, uh, I'm going to go and buy it. Uh, let's see. The Ways of Many. I think, I think, I just like the title. Uh, I just like the title of that. But I think I'm going to go with The Ghost of Women Once Girls. Because I think uh, this is by The Ghost of, of, of Women Once Girls by uh, Asia Monet. And if you don't know her work, you really should get into her. I, I just find her sublime. Somewhere, a little girl is reading aloud in the middle of a dirt road. She smiles at the sound of her own voice, escaping the spine of a book. She feeds on her hunger to know herself. She has not yet been taught to dim. She sits with the stars beneath her feet, a constellation of things to come. As if a swallowed moon, she glimmers. Her head wrap rolls out in a gutter, bare feet skate the earth. The ghost of women once girls make bridge of the dust dancing behind her. She decorates the ground in dimples. She stomps suffering out the spirit hooves drumming the earth in circles. She holds gladness in her mouth like a secret teased out of a giggle. Joy like her sadness overflows. She is not the opinions of others. She is a vision and imagination somewhere. A little girl is reading aloud in the middle of a dirt road. She smiles at the sound of her own voice, escaping the spine of a book. She is a room full of listening, lending herself to her own words somewhere. A deep remembering of what was, she survives all. I just, I just like the way, um, I just like the way that that is. Uh, when the people meant to protect us, well, I would imagine this is going to be another powerful one. Uh, ooh, nope. That's uh, she's reciting that one. How you know? So how you know? She wrote this in June 11, 2013. I am learning how to lose you while I feed you eggs for breakfast, and this is how you know. As soon as the world sits still, a settling snow globe in the shivering hand of some god, I am aware of my need for you. The way blue-purple blood sifts through a waking fire, passion cannot be nicknamed this way, like careless grammar, cannot be healed like some open wound. 
it is a whispering fever how a woman prepares a man to be loved and listened to like this. There's a butterfly whose tiny toes hang onto the cloud hovering over the crowd of river in my belly, weary with the worry of listening to you screaming for the sake of an echo, a familiar voice after the waterfall, hoping for a parachute when you realize there is no such thing as wings, just creatures who were made for the sky. Each day I'm learning, after I have washed your clothes and folded your armor as I kiss you furiously, how to let you go. When you ask me to trust you, I'm buckled in your arm, supporting you, each eyelash I have reserved when you don't know you need my laughter, like I don't need you, how to leave you, when I want to wake up the earth in my arms and clench the heavens with my tongue. That's taken from The Black Unicorn Sings by Asia Monet. So yeah, I mean, this is a good month to discover poems that you you don't even know that you know that you would want until you get into them. And then you're like, I know something about that. I know something about that. Or that speaks to me, right? That's That's how a poem should ought to grab at you. Like, oh, I know something about this. Or this gives voice to something I was thinking about. Or this gives voice to something I'm feeling. Within, she wrote this October 27, 2022. Sometimes she is a stranger unto herself, floating in the voice of what survived free falling, a kind of flying seem, seeming seamless. Really, a scar can heal. Call it pretty dress, perhaps a gown. Invisible weather approaching unannounced like a shivering wind or a seasoned storm to be a feather for love on a beaming wing to swim the air everywhere swimming her face smiling in the flesh of the sea a breath of beauty sometimes she is a goddess glowing in grief what's her secret the mercy of misfortune ballroom dancing on the ocean floor a green room with no doors or windows an eye-opening underwater basement of the world where living is looking up, heaven turned upside down. She who owns the dawn like a sword of light slices through the curtains of the eye, of the eyelashes, blushing. She who giggles the ground in earthquake whispering a lover's will, trembling the floorboards of his mind. If the walls could talk, they'd be speechless, a monologue of wandering, barefoot as the horizon. So Asia, Asia Monet, Asia Monet. And, and I, I wouldn't have known it unless I was sitting in my car and it came up on my Spotify as part of the jazz radio listening that I was doing. And it came up and it was so good. So good. I had to turn it up and drive slow so that I could take it all in. <laughs> and in that moment, I had nowhere to be but where I was at listening to her tell me something it was sublime and uh i'm telling you and that's what a good poem ought to do make you drive slow so you could be where you at <laughs> while it's while it's giving you whatever it's giving you you know i'm just saying it's just beautiful so 
I'm gonna when I get off, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to them a little closer because I might want to send these to somebody and just have a sense. Uh just have a sense. Just have a sense. Just have a sense. And uh it's April. And you know what? It's a good time to be listen. If you if you if you want to give a gift of poetry, this would be the month to do it. It's April, National Poetry Month. So give give some books of poetry to somebody and uh transform them. You know, transform them. You know, not to your own being or to your own liking, but just transform them into whatever whatever poem that they pick that moves them and gets underneath them and lives with them and stays with them and speaks to them. You know, that's a good time. <laughs> that is a good time. And, I, you know, I'm thinking about lunch now, right? Because it's like 1030. And I was like, okay, when I leave here, I really should get something to eat because I'm a little bit hungry. What do I want? <laughs> and, you know, lately I've haven't, I haven't had a taste for too much, you know, um, there's been some good food and not so good food. You know, you ever go someplace and you have a desire for something and you get it and you're like, ooh, this is not really what I want. This is not really hitting the spot. This is not really what I wanted. I did that the other day. Um, and I was like, mm, this is not really what I wanted. I ate it. It was good. I've had it before, but it wasn't what I wanted. So I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm on the fence about what I want. So, you know. What's up, Harry? What's up, guys? I'm listening to your poetry. Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> Why, you feel, got one? <laughs> making me feel things. No, I don't. I thought you was going to chime in with a Pablo Neruda. No. I'm not. Uh, I shouldn't say I'm like. Everybody's a poet, Harry. Everybody's a poet, but I. <laughs> I don't have it. <laughs> Come on. You're from New York. You got a little something, something in you. No. You got some grit poem in you. You got something. Not really, but I will talk about food hitting the spot. <laughs> <laughs> you ever do that, Harry? You you like, oh, I want this, I want this. And then you get it and you're like, eh, that's not what I really wanted. You know, what I had last night, um, my mother made me um dumplings and stewed codfish Ooh, was it good oh my goodness it was delicious and you know it's one of those things that you just want to keep eating thank god she she limited my portion because she knows my diet <laughs> but my god it was so delicious i was thinking to myself oh why don't i have some for tomorrow why don't <laughs> But you got was, you got to go by your mama house. She might she might have some in the pot. Delicious, but yeah, I mean it, the stewed codfish. You could throw that on anything. I mean, it sounds good. Yeah, you I don't even know where I would get some codfish now. I like I don't even. You have to go to well, is it's no longer Sea Town, right? It's um, they changed it to what is it? Keep oh yeah, it's something else. I think it's key food or something like that. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if they kept it, you know, that you could get all the Caribbean stuff. Yeah. I think so. They would be a fool to change that. 
in that community. Yeah, so you could get codfish there. There's always. But is is it cooked though? Like I don't I don't want to oh, have to. No, you have. To... Oh no, I thought you. Were oh saying... oh, you mean like I gotta get it and cook it? Yeah. <laughs> no, but they they do. You know. Um... Oh my God, what's that? By the boulevard, a Spanish restaurant. Um, they sell stewed codfish, but they I think they only sell it on Fridays or something. Okay. Well, today is Friday, so I might be in luck. What Puerto Rican restaurant? Oh, I should I, I shouldn't say Puerto Rican. I think it's um they may be Dominican, but um it's a Spanish restaurant somewhere. You know, they what's that place across the street from Pete? From what's the street? Um, she said across the street from Truman. Oh, I don't even know because I'm never I'm never in that neighborhood. Huh? So I have to make me a run. <laughs> What's the street? They got some rice, they got some some rice and peas, because I need that with it. Oh, they have everything. They have okay. everything. It's delicious. I try not to stop there. Well, I haven't stopped there in a long time. It's across the street from Truman. Oh, What's in it? Do we know the name of it? It's called El El Code. El Cojasso. El Cojasso? Yeah. Oh, man, Harry, don't make me drive over there after I get out of here. <laughs> I think they're Dominican. Uh, I'm going to have to go over there now. Damn it. Um. Yeah, and the codfish actually goes pretty quickly when they make it. Um, I'm sure. But I like to have it on green bananas, boiled green bananas. How come, how come there's no green vegetables? How come there's no, not too many vegetables in a Puerto Rican diet? Well, I like I like to have it on green bananas and um on yuca. So pretty good. Codfish right on that. I mean, there's vegetables in the Puerto Rican diet. It's just what? Starchy. Not broccoli. No, no. It's <laughs> in my diet. <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican. But um no, you're right. There's not there's um vegetables. We throw onions and everything. <laughs> peppers, peppers is all over the place. Oh yeah, peppers, peppers. All right, peppers. But, but, I, but there's no like cabbage or collard greens or asparagus or nothing like that. It's just yeah, a lot of yeah. potatoes, a lot of rice. Yeah, which is why uh. We have a lot of dietary issues, right? We love pork. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Everything and chicken. Fried. <laughs> and chicken. Lots of chicken. Oh, my lots God. of chicken. Chicken, rice, beans. Yeah. That's like our, you know, part of our five food groups. You know, it's like... <laughs> And so as I was at the Puerto Rican restaurant the other day, Mambo's on Whaley Avenue. And uh, and then I was at Mofungo's downtown, New Haven. And but Mofungo's has they they have some grilled vegetables, like they have grilled vegetables. But I know they just do that because it's a it's an Americanized thing. It's not a not a Puerto Rican thing. I mean they they have um salads like um they'll have yeah ensalada octopus salad and stuff like that. No, I'm not eating that. No. (laughs) That's not a vegetable. You know, octopus is not a vegetable. (laughs) 698 Washington Ave is the address. 
698 Washington? Yeah. All right. All right, Harry. Damn it. You gonna turn me on to a new <laughs> Yeah. You know, I think the last time, oh no, actually I went recently to get um green banana boiled green bananas, and they didn't have the codfish, they had ran out. So I what time did you go? Like late in the day? Yeah, I went late. It was oh like, no, I'm gonna go after I get off air. <laughs> yeah, it was late. <laughs> It was after five, so it was like. Oh yeah, that's that, that's way too late. <laughs> yeah, they were just giving me the bottom of the pot stuff. You know? Yeah, no, that's too. That's way too late. No, no, no. I'm a. I'm gonna go over there after I get off here. You know, so. Yeah, but you you'll have something. I mean, if they don't have the codfish, they have uh, the stewed chicken. They usually yeah. Have stewed steak. Uh, yeah. Everything. So. Yeah. Yeah. So what I, I do know. is I, I try to get the, if I they don't have the codfish, I'll get the stewed chicken, but I ask for the breast because breast is free for me in my diet, right? So oh, okay. Like, so I, I try to get the breast, no skin. Yeah, because I went to Mambo's and I, I eat there often. I like it. But I was like, every time I go, I was like, damn, they don't got no damn vegetables in this piece. <laughs> <laughs> Like Puerto Ricans don't eat vegetables, and then I started looking around. I was like, I started looking at other Puerto, other restaurants that are Latin inspired. I was like, yeah, they've got no vegetables. So I think I'm gonna have to get the Caribbean, all the the black, the African blacks, black blacks, American blacks, and um, and the Puerto Ricanos. Get them all together. Like, listen, we have to have a convention. We need we need more vegetables. Well, the thing is, is that it, it, the problem is that. We like starchy stuff. So, I know. So it's like the vegetables. Okay, potatoes, bananas, all of that stuff is... Yucca, rice. I know. Yeah. I get it. It's flavor. I love it too. But yeah. I need some greens with it because I'm black. You know, I need a coll collard greens, mustard greens, turnip greens. I need a green. But I can't have the greens the way the Jamaicans overcook the greens because, you know, Jamaicans are cooked the hell out of us some greens uh, yeah i can eat that i can eat that i can eat the cabbage i love the way they cook the cabbage i love the way they cook the cabbage i love i love jamaican cabbage yeah so you could do that you might you know like when i used to take bella out she used to be like papa two stops when i used to say you want lunch <laughs> two stops and i said what she'd say I want the chicken fingers from Burger King and the fries from Wendy's. Oh, yeah. I used to do that. But I think I might, this is what I'm going to have to do, Harry. Go to my Puerto Rican restaurant, get my rice and peas because I like the rice. I love that yellow rice and peas and maybe some chicken. I'll run to a soul food restaurant, get my collard greens. Go to the Jamaican restaurant, get the cabbage that I like. See what? See, what, so, see I got, so I need a restaurant that has it all in one place. Paul, Paul I didn't say the octopus. Is a vegetable. No, I, I said it. <laughs> oh, I said that they have octopus salad, so they'll have vegetables in that. No, he's repeating myself when I said to you, octopus oh. is not a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> so I need a, I need a world restaurant, Harry. I need a I need a third world restaurant. <laughs> I need and I need wait and I need the jollof rice. I need. I need I need the the African the Nigerians and the Ghanaian rice because they both have jollof rice and there's two different rices. So I need that. I need a world I need a world restaurant. You know that's actually a really good idea. You know, 
in when I lived in New York, there used to be this restaurant, this Chinese restaurant. I shouldn't say Chinese. They were they were Chinese, but they were mixed with some Hispanic cultures. And we, you were able to go in there and get um, steak, you know, but in a Hispanic way, mixed with the Chinese. And I mean, it was just so out of this world. Yeah. You so can find that with some Indian restaurants, Harry, because the one cumin in um in Hamden, they have that same vibe, right? Like you it's an Indian restaurant, but they got the influences of other cultures. Yeah. And uh so you're like, oh, I'm I like this. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's just and that place had like the perfect mix, and it was just like amazing. And you know, the last time we went to New York, we went by then they're closed and it's like such a sad thing right because a lot you know it's different where generations used to keep the restaurants now the young folk don't actually yeah. want to keep the restaurants they want to do something else yeah i get it so but yeah i need me a world restaurant i need i need a world restaurant that sounds like a good idea uh an investment idea let's take uh, investments let's take <laughs> and i don't want you know harry i don't want like 50 million things from from a culture i just want like if if, if your specialty is jollof rice from ghana i want the Ga ghanaian jollof rice if your thing in nigeria is whatever it is i want that i want injera bread from 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 ethiopia and 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 the way the ethiopians do collard greens is amazing amazing what's that part of um disney that you could go you have all the oh the world thing is it epcot yeah is it yeah epcot where you go and they, they have restaurants of all the different yeah i need a i need a world restaurant yeah you know i do because i just feel like i just want to do all the eating around the world sometimes in one place <laughs> Just we call it around the world. We would call it eat the world. Eat the world right here. Eat the world. Got you. Sounds good. And then every now and again, we'll throw in some rogue country, right? Like we'll throw in, we'll throw in something from some country that's like, you know, we're not messing with it. Like I'll throw in some borscht from Russia, right? We'll throw some borscht in there. <laughs> What's the dish of the Ukrainians? You know, we'll do, do, do something like that every now and again. We'll throw in somebody else's, you know, whatever. And uh, I was going to say Russia, Ukrainian, the same thing, but I don't want to insult anybody. No. <laughs> they, they're not feeling that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say it. I'll take it back. They, not, once upon a time, Harry, they might have they might have went with the whole, yes, we are one people. Now they're like, hell no. <laughs> They try to kill us. <laughs> they try to kill their own cousins. Like, no, no, no. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We need a world restaurant. Can you imagine the baked goods and the desserts you could have? Oh, my God. So, yeah, I couldn't eat the, um, <laughs> I mean, just the, the vegetable portions <laughs> and the meat. Oh, wait, hold on. No, man, meat. we can't do this restaurant because if, Okay, no, on my way back. I know. Me, listen. Right. It's a, we just talking about it. It's a but dream. <laughs> it's a dream. All right, let me get out of here. It's the weekend. 
I'll be back on Monday and Tuesday, and then I'm out. So that's right. You you have the Yale Repertory Theater, right? Yes, we have the Yale Rep on Tuesday. I was trying the comptroller, the Connecticut comptroller, Sean was trying to come on on Tuesday too, but he got another commitment. So I was like, well, deuces, can't help you. I was like, I'm only on from nine to eleven. I I'm not coming in eight o'clock just to talk to you. <laughs> Yeah, I was telling Paul. I forwarded it to Paul, so this way, if he wants to, Paul ain't talking to nobody. Paul was like, mm. <laughs> uh-uh. "Well, you know, like, Paul, nope. Paul's, Paul's busy. Paul's busy. Paul's like, I'm busy. I'm walking these mean streets in New Haven. I'm busy. <laughs> we gotta get Paul some theme music. He needs some music on that bike." We need some theme music. Word on the street needs some theme music, Harry. We got to find some. And I want some black exploitation music, too. Like, you got to find some, some, you know, Curtis Mayfield or something. I was thinking of, uh, you know, the, oh, geez, I just had it. And it Not left. Shaft, because that's too obvious. <laughs> Not Shaft. Not Shaft. Is that too obvious for Paul? Yeah, it's too obvious. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. <laughs> Have a wonderful weekend. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Love Bass Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. You know, um, coming up next, we have, I don't know how to say his last name, Doug Housel, whatever. Oh, Doug Housleyden. Yeah, he's filling in for Tom, and they're going to go over a lot of stuff that's happening in New Haven. So, Cool. Stay tuned. Maybe for that. maybe Doug will want his own damn show. Well, he used to have one. He didn't have time. Oh, he didn't have time. <laughs> He's too busy playing water polo. <laughs> but uh Mavs will be back next week. Don't miss the last two shows. Last two shows. Or oh, not last two shows. Or oh, not last. <laughs> I know. I would get them calls. Like, what's happening over there? No, no, no. Going on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be we'll be back next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm.